Hello, and welcome to episode 91 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your host, Twee. And Kimberly. Today, we're recording on Wednesday, December 4th, 2019. Hi, Twee. Hi, Kimberly. How's it going? Uh, it's okay. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little stressed okay. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a little, it's the holidays, and I understand. Yeah. Um, just want to warn everyone ahead of time that uh, we had some technical difficulties starting um, this podcast. It wasn't recording, and now we think it's recording. We're pretty sure it's recording, but the sound might not be what it usually is. Uh, we're hoping at least that it doesn't sound bad on the receiving end. On our end, it sounds a little weird. Not weird in a bad way, but it sounds different. Which is worrisome. Yeah, it's a little distant. But you sound neither a little distant. of us is that technically savvy when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it's recording. We've got that part right now. So uh, that's a win so far. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Um, <clears throat> also, this is probably going to be a shorter episode um, because um, Kimberly doesn't have much time tonight. We're Skype recording. Um, and but we didn't want to wait longer to put something else out because we're not sure when that's going to be. We we'll definitely want to try to get one in before the end of the year. Um, but in case we can't or just to make that one not like three hours long, we decided to try to sneak a short one in today. So, uh, yeah, so it, it'll be short. We might have to cut out some segments. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but that's that. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice to a minimum, but how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah. Uh, American Thanksgiving like just happened. So, uh, yeah, it was really nice. Um, I think it turned out as best as it possibly could. I only cooked the turkey. I didn't really cook that much. I bought my side items, which really reduced the amount of stress I had that day. So that actually worked out really well. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, we cook a lot too, but at the same time, it's still pretty, I don't know low pressure, you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of more like pressure just to get everything at on the table around the same time than like, yeah. oh, we have to make crazy amounts of food. Um, so yeah, like I think it's better to decrease your stress than to, I don't know, try to create some, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people put expectations on themselves for things like the holidays, like Christmas and like Thanksgiving. Like, like no one expects you to make like a, 12 course meal and if they do like just don't invite them yeah seriously you know even if they're family they can go make their own 12 course meal. they can go exactly whatever <laughs> you know yeah so yeah um that's cool we ordered a ham and nice we've been doing it for the last couple of years from the honey baked ham so oh, we get that me, for christmas does honey baked for... ham exist in other states i assume it must um it does but you know what i never i don't mm, i did send one to my mom but it had to be shipped Right. I mean, they definitely ship to different places. Yeah. Uh, but there's no store. I've never seen a honey-baked ham store until I got to California. Else. Okay. Well, they're popular in California. The lines are long. You can pre-order ahead of time, but you still have to get in line to pick it up. Yeah. And, you know, people think it's crazy because, like, they'll drive by one and be like, what the heck's going on? And it's, like, the honey-baked ham store. Yeah. And my mom and I got in that giant line, and it took us, like, an hour to get through it to pick up our ham. But next year, I just figure we'll go right when they open, which is like 7 a.m. They open, they start opening earlier, like a few days before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, we went like at 10 this time, so that was kind of late. But it was like raining, and we decided to just go late. But anyway, ham is delicious. You yeah. guys like that stuff. Um, it's like honey encrusted. It's delicious. Did your mom like it? Uh, yeah, she okay. did. But you know what they did? They heated it up. And you're not supposed to. Mm. You're supposed to eat it at room temperature. So... I don't yeah, know. She wasn't as, like, in love with it as I'm in love with it, so I actually feel like maybe she didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we usually, I usually kind of eat at room temperature, but, like, you know, anyone at the, in the house who doesn't want to eat room temperature ham can, like, heat it up a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think most of us just eat it as is. I think Ben, who's four, wanted his heated up. He was kind of being a little pill at the beginning like being like, I don't want to eat any of this. And we were just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. And he was like, my hand is cold. And we were just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, where's the rice? And luckily my mom 
had rice um, because the oldest uh, niece, the, the no, she's not a teenager anymore, but she's like 21. Uh, but she likes rice with like everything. So usually like my mom will have a pot of rice going just in case, even though nothing in our table really warranted rice. But luckily we had some, mm-hmm. you know, like a good Asian family. Oh, kids. We had some hanging out. Yeah, I know. They're crazy, but I love them. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. and that wasn't super stressful. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm always happy when I have a Thanksgiving that is not super stressful. It should be. I don't think it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not too stressful, at least. Yeah. Did you, did you use that roasting pan? Remember we went to buy a roasting pan together? Did oh, yeah. We bought it at, pan? like, Home Goods. No, no, yeah. no. I totally... I use that roasting pan all the time. That's good. And by all the time, I mean the two times Twice a year, year I make a roast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. But I remember we Home goods went worth out, it. like, looking for a roasting pan for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you still use it. Oh, yeah. I love it. I feel like it's one of, like, those, it's one of those, like, kitchen items that I'm not ashamed about. <laughs> should be i'm like oh no this is very functional and i use it you should it, have so. iron muffin use it make shouldn't he make sunday roast he does he's made a roast in it before yeah okay yeah yeah i've like literally never had sunday roast and he's never made me those crazy potatoes that are supposed to that he makes that are supposed to be really good oh we should just have you over one day and we can do that yeah 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 that's cool did you guys see them this year no we didn't you know what no. happened i'll be honest it was like so much like I had bought all these sides and then I was worried I didn't have enough food. And then I was thinking like, no, like the whole, I I told our friend, mutual friend who came over and her family, I said, I'm really not trying to go for like an overly abundant Thanksgiving. I'm really trying to go for like a very nice meal. Yeah. And of course I still bought way too much food. And I was at the store, like the, the two day the day before Thanksgiving. And I called iron muffin and I was like, do you still want to do your potatoes? And he's like, well, it's up to you. He's like, do you want me to do the potatoes? And I was like, yeah. I said, but to be totally honest with you, I don't think we need it. Like I have like three sides and she's bringing stuffing and like, there's only four adults. Like, I don't think we need them. I would like one, but I don't think it's like worth the hassle, you know, to make them like, let's just chill. And he's like, okay. So I think Uh, on some level, like we did miss out on that, but he could just make them for like a regular, yeah. Like Sunday dinner. He doesn't usually. That's all. Yeah. I think it's okay. That's good. Well, then I'm glad I didn't miss out then. Ha ha. No, no. You just come over one day and we'll make a roast. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. down with that. Cool. Okay. Well, enough of Thanksgiving talk. We hope you guys had a good one if you celebrated. Yes. Um, I have a couple of housekeeping things just sure. so we can do this really quick. Uh, we've been really remiss in uh, picking winners for the archive alone. Sorry. Which is a pick winners every quarter, and it's like almost the end of 2020, and I mean 2019, and we've only picked like quarter one. Quarter one, yeah. Yeah, so awesome. I picked a couple more winners. Um, truthfully, I don't, I have some ideas on prizes because I have stuff like stashed away for that, but um, I haven't picked them exactly yet. Sorry, guys. We had to pause real quick because the blueberry needed yeah. something. So anyway, we were saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have some stuff set aside for prizes, um, but I haven't really figured out who's getting what yet. Um, but rest assured, when I send it to you, it'll be a real prize and it'll be fun. Um, so, yeah. So I picked two winners <clears throat> from the thread. Um, this is for the ar- archive along. You guys are doing great um i think kimberly and i are probably doing way worse than you guys but you guys are doing awesome um so the first winner i'm just gonna say this is for q2 is kathleen 188 and that's kathleen from canada and then for quarter three it's lme call it's linda uh she's actually very active um on our ravelry group and um instagram and stuff and so um it's linda from pennsylvania congratulations linda you're the winner of quarter three um and then you guys please reach out to me either via our email address twisted stitches podcast at gmail.com or ravelry i'm fishgirl182 um i'm on ravelry all the time and i get email notifications when i get a message so if you message me there i will get it um and just yeah hit me up let me know what your mailing address is uh truthfully no promises on how quickly those will go out but they will go out um 
And then hopefully when we record, in the, you know, before the end of the year, we will pick someone for quarter four. Yay. Um, until then, keep posting in the chat thread and the FO thread. Um, we're hosting this with uh, Vanessa from the Kill the Craft podcast. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, go over to her uh, Ravelry group as well because she has threads um, open for this too, and she's giving out prizes as well. So cool. you can, you know, have two chances of winning um, in both our groups. So it's 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 great. Anyway, guys, uh, Kathleen and Linda, please reach out to me and send me your mailing addresses. And, yeah, that's it. Okay. So now let's finally get into the knitting because we got to get into this. Uh, whip it. Kimberly, what are you working on? I'm just working on the one. I've only worked on one thing, and that okay. has been the Veronica. Okay. Shawl. Veronica. Cardigan. Uh, cardigan. Sorry. Cardigan. I think everything's a shawl. Um, yeah. And it's been, it's been okay, but I've only done a couple rows, and I've been kind of like, I don't want to sit. I've just been really tired at night. So I've been like binge watching iZombie, but I haven't mm -hmm. knit. And like literally the thing is right next to me and I'm just Sometimes not picking it up. I just feel too tired and I kind of feel like I'm a little out of the rut. And it's not like I'm not inspired. I've like, I've been like looking on Ravelry. I've been queuing things. I've been like mm -hmm. super into it, but there's That's just cool. something like when I get home at night, I'm just so tired. So my parents oh, are yeah. coming tomorrow to visit for a week, and I'm actually looking mm -hmm. forward to it to, for ob the obvious reasons, but mm -hmm. also because I feel like it'll give me a little time to recharge, mm -hmm. and I'll hopefully be knitting a lot while they're here. Okay. Yeah, but crazy, huh? Like, it's, it's crazy. like sitting next to me, and I'm like... I mean, I've eh. been kind of the same way, where, like... And my mom commented, she's like, oh, you don't knit much anymore, do you? Like, she couldn't tell, like, because I haven't, like, brought home any, like, yeah. objects. And I was like, oh, it's, like, kind of medium, but I was just like, I think about it a lot. It's just, like, the time to do it and the energy is, like, hard. Yeah. Like, you know, I have a friend who, I mean, she has, like, like a full-time job, and, you know, she has a significant other, and, like, and then she knits, like, every three seconds she gets, like, standing in line. Like, if, you know, her boyfriend's, like, driving, like, you know, like, mm -hmm. just whenever she's watching anything. And, yeah, she gets so much done. And it's just, like, I don't know where she gets the energy. Because even yeah. sometimes, like, I'm, like, yeah, like, just sitting there. Sometimes when I go to the movies by myself just, like, to, like, you know, in, at the movies, like, I can knit and I don't. Sometimes mm -hmm. I do. It kind of depends. Or sometimes I'll do it like for like half the movie you know mm -hmm. what I mean because I'm like you know it depends on what I'm making but yeah I just then yeah how do you guys do you guys have like any tips for like finding the energy to do it you know after, what I mean yeah after a long day that's yeah. the thing it's like and I'm it doesn't tired. take that much it's just more like the, it's mental and physical energy you know what I mean yeah like I know I'm really tired when all I want to do is like lay there and watch tv because yeah. normally I don't or if I'm a sick like, how sick am I if I, like, like can't even, like, like, read or, like, you know? Like, sometimes I'm so sick. I Like, people are like, oh, did you stay home and read if you're sick? I was like, no. I just, like, right. laid there. Right. You know? But yeah, exactly. I've been, I've been feeling kind of the same. It's like, you know, I, we went to Stitches SoCal, and it was great, and it's always inspiring to go to those kinds of events. And it makes me want to, like, make everything because mm -hmm. you see all this great, like, fiber and all these great, like, finished objects. And then I came back, like, super, like wanting to make everything but then like in reality it was just like like the energy was still like low so I mean that could just be kind of an overall thing like I feel like I do in general kind of have low energy um but yeah I don't know how do you guys do it where do you guys find the time the energy to to knit Seriously. I mean we do it it's just not it's just not as much as I would want to you know what I mean yeah, well, I feel like I missed. I have missed opportunities, mm -hmm. and I I can't really like bring myself. Like I, I I'm yeah, sad about it. You force yourself to do it. Like yeah, you, like, yeah. But I'm it's sad like about it. You want to, but at the same time, you're like yeah, like too tired or whatever, and you're kind of bummed about it. But like, yeah, you're not gonna force yourself to do it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So if you guys any tips about that, or like, let us know. Or if you feel the same way, like also let us know that we're not alone. I feel a little yeah. better if it's not just me and you. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's, yeah. like, the season and, you know, with, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, too, the holidays are coming up. So, like, my energy is being spent on really everything else. Yeah. 
Well, how's the Veronica going? I, that's like a total it's okay. tangent, but no, yeah. yeah, it's okay. I'm still on like that first front section. Okay, um, you're still making like the collar or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know, like 25 repeats or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's not bad, and like it's very mind soothing. Mm-hmm. So I like that about it. Do you have like the pattern down now? It's not that hard. It's only like a four. It's not that movie. hard. Yeah, and you yeah. can kind of figure out where you are. That's what I like about it too. Because you know, if I watch TV, I want to be able to quickly look at it and see where I am and not have mm-hmm. to really start counting. But yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> there's not a lot of progress being made on anything right now, it's okay. except any, Christmas any shopping. Any progress <laughs> is progress, you know. Yeah. You but know. eventually, it'll. Eventually, it'll get done if you keep working on it. Exactly. Let's hope so. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I haven't really been working on a ton either. Uh, I've still, like, my car knitting has been um, that Malabrigo lace stockinette scarf. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the one I bought yarn for at Twist. Uh, It's just, yeah, it's just like a stockinette scarf. And sometimes when I'm in traffic... I will like knit a row or two on it, and yeah. also like I said, like it's it's growing. Even though it's very slow, I don't work on it that often or very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is growing. It's probably about I don't know, like ten inches long now or something like that, mm-hmm. which is I feel like a good amount. Nice. Uh, and I'm gonna. It's I have two colors. It's just basically gonna be half one color, half another color, and yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty mindless. And then I started another mindless project. Uh, I was with a couple friends uh, a couple weeks ago, and one of them gave the other one for her birthday this cowl that she had bought from Target that was basically just a tube, mm-hmm. you know? It wasn't like, it's like probably like 11 inches wide, and it was kind of like a foot and a half long. And it was kind of this one you just kind of stick over your head and it ends up being sort of like a funnel neck, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never really been into those because I just thought like maybe they would look weird or they would feel like constrictive you know mm-hmm. um but it was really cute on her and like literally it was a knit tube and so uh I started my own I went on to Target to look up the one that they had because I liked the measurements of it and um made I mean started one of my own I even did this gauge swatch so I could kind of guesstimate like the width and yeah anyway it's from. It's made in Malabrigo Rios. Um, mm-hmm. This was in my stash. It's a colorway. Oh, no, the light's pretty. Oh, the light's pretty crap right now. Yeah, it's a colorway really called Playa, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of like a grayish brownish blue. It's like blue, but it's kind of like like a stone blue with like bits of like taupe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very nice, you know, sort of. I feel like it'd be a very unisex color. I just already had this. Uh, balled up, but um, I guess balled up. I skeined up, like um, I had wound it already, so it was really easy. And I, like I said, I made a gauge swatch of all things to see, <laughs> so I didn't want it to be too wide. Right now, it looks kind of skinny, but it's this is super washed, and I've worked with this yarn before. It's gonna grow a little, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping, yeah, that it'll just be like a nice tube. I don't think I don't know if I'll keep it. I might give it to someone, mm-hmm. um, but it's really easy, you know. And it looked cute on my friend, like, that style when she put it on. I think it would be nice. Like, I was in San Francisco over the weekend, and, um, oh, my God, uh, it was super windy and cold. Mm. And it would have been nice to, like, have a cowl. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working on that and, you know, a lot of fantasy knitting in my head, you know? Yeah, I feel the same way. I mostly feel like I'm just fantasy knitting in my head. Yeah. Not like that's bad, but you know. Yeah, it's better than like not thinking about it. Well, I'm also like trying not to buy anything, but I almost bought something the other day. It was bad. (laughs) Yeah. So close. You were texting me. So close. um, On like Black Friday or Cyber, you know, during that Black Friday weekend. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you resisted. I mean, I didn't buy any yarn, but I bought other stuff, so I can't really say anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's all for whips. What's mm-hmm. next, Kimberly? Faux show. Faux show. I did finish one thing. I don't. I don't have it near me. I think I. Gosh, I actually don't know where I put it now. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finished uh, a hat that I had started in March. 
um, it was another one of those CC copycat beanies. And um, that was the one that I was using leftovers from two of the other CC copycat beanies I had already made. So that has a folded brim. And so on the inside part of the brim, I used some Malabrigo Rios in a green color. I can't remember what it's called, Um, but you can look in my Ravelry page. And then the rest of the hat was made in some Anzula yarn. Which did I write it down? Uh, Anzula Lucero, which is uh, one of their yarns that has sparkle, like Selena in it, Mm -hmm. and a charcoal gray color called Pewter. So, yeah, I just finished that. Um, nothing too exciting. Um, I kind of tried to make it for our Harvest Hat Along, which is our hat knit along that's going on right now. Again, uh, co-hosted with Vanessa from the Kill the Craft podcast. It's going on for another two weeks, I think, until December 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have been doing great on that, too. So keep posting in there. We're going to pick a prize at the end of it, um, of the knit along for that. And, yeah, I mean, technically I didn't start it for the knit along because the knit along – you know, you were supposed to start it during the knit-along dates, but since I can't get prizes or anything like that anyway, like, I just posted it in the chat thread that I finished it. So it was good motivation to finish that hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel like there's actually a couple more hats that I want to make. Um, not before Christmas, probably, but soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I'll start them before Christmas. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And that's the only thing I finished, though. Cool. Um, do you have anything cute? I do, actually. You do? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I just want to talk about really briefly the um, I cued two things. Uh, One of them, yeah, one of them is, um, I don't know if I've ever cued this before, but I guess not. It was um, uh, the, sorry, Um, I just had it in front of me and then I lost it. (laughs) You lost it? It's um, the Weekender. By Andrea Mowry. The sweater? Yeah. So I've, I've started, like, looking at sweaters because I really want to make some sweaters for mm-hmm. myself. And I've never made, like, an actual sweater for myself. Like, a, um, I don't think, I, like, I did a sweater a really long time ago, but I haven't done a sweater in a really long time. Like, years. Mm-hmm. Years and years and years. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was really looking at stuff, and I really like the way that the Weekender looks, and I want to mm-hmm. be able to use yarn I already have. So okay. I was looking at the Weekender because I do have, like, a lot of yarn that um, I think would work with this one. Mm-hmm. And there was also, um, I queued her other one, which is the Faded Cardigan. Mm-hmm. Is it a cardigan? Yeah, it's okay. it's basically like the adult version of the one I did for the blueberry. Is it a pullover or a cardigan? Uh, she has a pullover too. Oh yeah. Um no, I like well, I cued I cued the cardigan. Okay. But yeah, I know she has the pullover. Um, okay. what was the pullover I just, called? I think faded. So faded or something like that. The so faded is the um, is the cardigan. Oh, okay. I think because that's what Emma's cardigans is. made. Yeah. Oh. Hers isn't a cardigan. Hers is a pullover. Oh, you're right. It is the pullover. I'm so tired. No, right. <laughs> I was like, Emma's I must have no. I must cardigan. have. I must have cued. I must have cued the so faded then the um the adult one. Okay. The uh, pullover. The pullover, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and then the pullover for the weekender. But I was looking at cardigans. I was a, Yeah. Originally, I was looking at cardigans. And then okay. I didn't actually find another cardigan I liked. Oh, that was it. Comfort Fade. Sorry, that's it. Comfort Fade Cardi. Okay. It's an open cardigan, and it uses DK. I think I have I have the pattern for that. My friend gifted it to me. Oh, nice. Like, last year. Um, but I... And I have... I think most of the yarn for it, but I feel like it's like, cause it's a fade. Like, I feel like I have, there might be like a color or two that isn't quite perfect. So I'm like trying to like fill in the colors, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't really have the fade colors, right? But yeah. I was looking at, um, the so, not the so faded, the weekender. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think. I was looking at the weekender mm-hmm. pullover and then I was thinking about using, and I don't have it yet. But this is what I wanted to buy. I wanted okay. to buy Knitted Wit um, okay. in Funfetti. 
Okay. So it'd be super cute, like super yeah. flecked flecks of rainbow. Yeah, like it'd be very uh, like, yeah. Like but I couldn't rainbow. I couldn't find anyone that's done something like that on Ravelry. Really? Using Funfetti? No, I couldn't find well, anything. Not, th- not that specific yarn, but they've probably someone who used a speckled yarn. Yeah, they definitely. I think they had someone. It's just like I didn't. I didn't look through that many pages. Yeah. Like I can only yeah. look through so many pages before going cross-eyed. So I didn't right. look through that many pages, but I was like, oh, this would be kind of fun. I thought this would be kind of fun, you know. Yeah, it would definitely be fun in a speckled yarn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like knitted witch. Well, especially because, like, Funfetti cute. is sort of not highly variegated. And um, I really like knitted. I really like knitting with knitted witch. It's sort of the first yarn that I've actually thought, oh, I really enjoy knitting with this. I'm going to keep buying it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, not like I don't think of that of other yarns, but this was like right. the first one where I was like, it was just really fun to knit with. It's like kind of mm-hmm. soft and bouncy, and it doesn't really have anything weird happening, and um, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't like separate. Right. Which I, there was another yarn that I really liked using, but it kind of separated on me, and I was not as like pleased. They it? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, um, which is you know. Yeah unfortunate it was okay yeah. you know you, you go through it but yeah. it wasn't really my cup of tea yeah. so um i was thinking yeah i was thinking about maybe buying a sweater's quantity of funfetti oh. <laughs> and i just well, like stopped I mean, shy I of myself if you want to i think if you want to i don't think it's a bad thing necessarily but you know what her prices are like they're online yeah i think you should just figure out how much you need and then start putting money aside yeah. Like every month for that and then once you have enough then you don't have to feel guilty about just placing a whole order and if there happens to be a sale like when you buy it or something that would be great but like if not like at least you like saved up the money because you know how much it's going to cost you know what I mean yeah I, I yeah I also think that I have a lot of yarn so already I mean do you have a sweater quantity uh no I don't think so that you can use no because if you do then I'd say use that but yeah. I don't know what you have so no I don't have anything yet okay yeah but yeah. I would say, like, because I know, like, budget is an issue for all of us, and I know we've talked about this before, but, yeah, to feel less guilty about it, um, I would just save up enough until you have it. Because the sale is, like, attractive, you know? Like, sale is always attractive, but it's better to pay, like, wait till you have the money and then spend more than, like, to, like, go and, not go into debt, but, like, put it on the credit card. And then, you know, you just end up paying, like, interest, and then you're not really saving any money anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know? I yeah. mean, I tell you this, but I do it all the time. Right, right, right. <laughs> But as yeah. your friend, save up some money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's anyway, it. I just thought it cute. Yeah, okay. should be cute. How about that's you? Cool. Well, um, my friend Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Uh, well, I have a couple friends named Jesse, but my Instagram friend Jesse, because we've never met in person, um, sent me a, a pattern gift the other day, and it's, it was the Torcada by, um, I think it's Amber O'Brien. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a really cute shawl. Like, she's a million, like, you know, uh, Amber does a bunch of shawls, but it's really cute. And it's one of the ones where you could, like, use mini skeins on. Um, and it's just really cute. And it was really sweet of her. And I'm really excited. So, thanks, Jesse. I'm going to look at some yarn choices. I have a lot. Cool. So, I have a lot to choose from. Cool. Um, and then I would like to make the Carbeck cardigan by Kate Davies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was inspired by some yarn that I saw at Stitches SoCal, which uh, I'll talk about in a minute. And there was actually also a sample of it at a booth that we went to. And completely different yarn because she sold yarn too. Um, she does patterns and yarns. It was um, Pam Powers' booth. Uh, a sample knit in her yarn. And it was really, really nice. It really caught um, my eye and my friend Annie's. Um, and she, Annie tried it on. It looked really cute on her. And the cardigan... like. It's um, it's a really popular pattern. There was a knit along for the pullover a while back, and it's just really cool because it's these raglan sleeves, but they're done in just like they just look like they're done in a unique way. They don't look like other raglan sleeve mm. sweaters. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure, like I haven't bought the pattern yet, so I haven't looked at how it's done. But it just looks like it's really constructed in a cool way, and the cardigan looks like it's kind of like a cropped boxy cardigan. Um, it just looks really like unique and attractive it looks comfy i feel like uh you're supposed to hold i think either use a bulky yarn or you hold 
two strands of like a more of a worsted weight together. Um, so it was just like a su super comfy, squishy, cool looking cardigan. And um, I looked at the pullover and I wasn't sure I wanted the pullover, but so I think the cardigan actually is better, especially since we live in California. It's like not yeah. cold, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so then segueing into retail therapy or Stitches SoCal, um, I ended up buying some Lopi yarn, some Plut, oh, I can't even say that, Plutulopi, <laughs> which is the unspun yarn that they have that it's sold in like these round plates. They kind of look like big pancakes. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of fragile. It's kind of, it's unspun. So if you pull on it, it'll like tear apart. You know what I mean? Um but when you, once you knit it together, it's supposed to make this really sturdy but really lofty fabric. And I actually have a couple of um, a few plates already in my stash from I think I bought it off of someone's D stash for a really good price. Mm -hmm. um, and I just figured if I bought a couple more that I could use it with what I have. So I'm planning to use like two plates of like a oatmeal-y color and then two plates of a charcoal heather held together to make like sort of a marled yeah. effect you know what I mean and they're actually very inexpensive um the plates like I because I'm holding it double I think I'm gonna need like four total but um and each plate is only like like 10 bucks or so mm -hmm. I think it's even cheaper if you're in Iceland you know what I mean like where it's from yeah um but once it's like you know, whatever imported here and all that, it ends up being about 10 bucks at most retailers. And which I thought was, you know, very reasonable, especially since I already had, um, some at home. I only ended up buying, I think I ended up buying three, one for like another project and then the two to go with the sweater. So nice. it wasn't very, yeah. Um, I was pretty good. It's just so cow. I got that and I got some, I think Jameson and Smith yarn also at the same booth that I got the Lopi at, which, um, they make a lot of like yarns that are good for like color work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just got these three little balls of like another oatmeal leather, like a charcoal gray and then like sort of a pinky maroon color. And I'm going to make the, Oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. It's a hat. Um, that was I think free for Shetland wool week a couple years ago. Um, I can't remember what it's called right now. I'll put it in the show notes if I remember it. Um, I remember to put it, I'll put it in there. Um, yeah, I got some of that, and those are actually very cheap too. They're like I think only like six or seven dollars each because they're mm -hmm. little balls. They're only like twenty-five grams, and because the hat doesn't take very much, I'm actually going to give my leftovers to my friend Annie so she can use the leftovers with um, another full ball that she bought. Basically, like basically, we're going to use the same contrast colors, but she's going to use a different main color, and we're going to make the same hat. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it ends up How being fun. cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, and then the last thing I bought was this, uh, skein of dye lots yarn. Uh, dye lots is the name of the dyer, which is, I think really cute. I'd never heard of them before, but they were at stitches and I bought this really cool yarn for them. Um, it's called the cocoon slub textured fingering <laughs> yarn, uh, which is a very long name. That sounds fantastic. Um, it's sort of a thick, thin yarn that's kind of slubby and like, like boucle-y sort of it's very textured and I think that's kind of like the new thing like I think mohair is still really hot right now like as a fire like you know as a you know yeah. yarn but like this I feel like the slubby kind of yarn is coming in because um I saw it there and there might have been like one other place but I just feel like we're gonna start seeing more of it it's really cool I think it'll be like really cool for like textured stuff like it's just like if you just do in stocking net it has like a bunch of texture like that would be a really cool like simple like kind of cardigan because the yarn does kind of all the work yeah um anyway i got in a color called gum wall which is kind of like a natural color but then it has all these like really cool speckles of like pink and green and like blue and like um it's like way over in the other corner but i'm trying to remember what it looked like but it's really pretty uh, if you guys look at my ravelry stash it's in there and i think i was the first person to put it in ravelry so there's no, you know how when you put your stash in Ravelry, you can usually link it up to, like, the official, like, page yeah. for that yarn. Yeah. But there isn't one yet, so I just had to, like, make it, like, make my it own up. yarn. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure eventually it'll get in there, um, but it's not in there now. But you can see it on my page if you want to. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's all I bought. I mean, actually, I probably, I don't know when the last time I talked to you guys was, but 
I went to Arizona not too long ago, and I also bought some yarn there. Basically, my friend bought it so I could make her and her daughter a couple of hats. But mm. I don't know what yarn it is off the top of my head, so I'm not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll talk about it when I work with it. Um, but it was really, uh, I had a, it was nice. We went to a really fun yarn store called Tempe Yarn. Maybe Tempe Yarn and Fiber, because they actually they did have fiber uh, and spinning wheels and stuff, which was really cool. Mm. It was nice, my friend took me there so nice i'll talk about that at some point um let's move straight on to oh like we maybe we can finish a whole episode let's just move straight on to non-knitting stuff because i think that's kind of all we got for knitting okay reading or watching okay let's do did you have any retail therapy no you don't no no we could do watching okay what do you want Um, i'm just watching i'm watching guy zombie and it's been pretty awesome I'm not gonna lie. It I'm is really a, enjoying it. Is it. Awesome. Oh, did and tell them like you sent me the screenshot in an episode. Oh, of, it's like episode who, three. Like the victim's yeah. name is Kimber, and my last name. Yeah. And I was like, that was funny. Super, yeah. super excited. excited. And I took a screenshot yeah. and I sent it to some friends. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna it's say. Pretty, I sent it to awesome. Megan, and she was really, oh, really, really impressed. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it was really I want awesome. I my name to pop up in a TV show. That'd be awesome. I know. I like, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm on season three now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're probably near where I am because I, I am a couple seasons behind. Oh, you are? It, oh, okay. Yeah, it just ended this year. I think the last season was this year. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the star, Rose McIver, is the star of the Netflix uh, movie series, A Christmas Prince. And A Christmas Prince Baby is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's great fun. Uh, I'm going to make Iron Muffin watch it with me. I follow her on Instagram, and she's very, like, tongue-in-cheek about stuff. She's, yeah, she's fun. Awesome. Actually, I follow, like, a couple of the people from iZombie on Instagram. So. Oh, I love Dave Anders. David Anders? Oh, yeah. I follow him. I love him. He's the best. Is he on Instagram? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. i got to find him then. I think I follow her... And the show, and then I think I follow uh, the guy who plays Ravi. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ravi. Anyway. Yeah, he's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Are you watching anything else? No, that's it. I can only, like, deal with one thing at a time. Okay. <laughs> How well, about you? It's been a long time since we talked, so I've seen a bunch of movies, because yeah. that's what I like to do. Yeah. I saw Zombieland 2. I don't think we talked about that. Oh, God. Zombies. Uh, yeah, Zombieland 2, Double Tap, which was really good. Uh, if you like the first one... It's very similar in tone, but like, it, but different enough that it's not just like a rehash, you know what I mean? But it still has all the stuff you love. Basically, like, what I think sequels try to be but don't often be, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. enough of a throwback to the original that, you know, what you loved about it is still there, but like, different enough that, you know, it's new, but it's a new thing. And it's been like 10 years since the last one. Can you believe it? That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really funny, and there's a couple of new characters, and they were, like, really funny. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, all right, then I saw Parasite, which I had been trying to see, and I was really afraid it was going to leave theaters before oh, I saw it. Oh, I really it. want to see that. Yeah, Parasite is a movie from South Korea, and it's hard to explain what it's about, but it's uh, uh, basically about a family who's, like, a working-class, poor family uh, who end up ingratiating themselves into, like, a really, like, rich family um, and, like, the stuff that happens, you know, because of that. And, like, there's a lot of articles on it right now. People are saying it's, like, like one of the best movies of the year. I think I won the Palme d'Or at, like, Cannes or something like that, you know. Um, and it's really good. Like, I try not to go to too many expectations, but, like, it's good. It's, like, it's like funny like really funny mm-hmm. but also like very dark at times and like it is like kind of like a social commentary about like class um and yeah it's just really interesting if you've ever watched korean movies like there's a bunch of like there's a few like really like well-known directors and they're all just their movies are just so different i think than what you see from like american directors you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah um and i've watched a bunch of this guy's um movies and they're all like really interesting i mean this one is this one is really good i would definitely recommend it um someone in my work who's pretty young she's only like 25 like she ended up going to see it with like her 
she was a calmer boyfriend, but he's her guy friend that she hangs out with, like, exclusively. Um, and she had no idea it was, like, a foreign film. Like, she had just no idea. So it was, like, her first foreign film ever. And she, like, really liked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think she was kind of taken aback, like, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm not prepared. Not prepared, but, you know, sometimes you have to be kind of mentally prepared. Like, oh, I'm going to have to read this movie because of those subtitles, you know? Mm-hmm. But she hadn't been prepared for it, but then she went into it, and then she like, thought it was, like, awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those movies, the less you know, the better. Yeah, kind of the less you know. Like, watch the trailer, it's fine. Like, but the trailer doesn't, like, totally doesn't give you, like, the whole story away like most American trailers do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just not, like, not what you really expect right. at all. Like, but if you've seen these other movies, like Snowpiercer, Okja, like, he does, like, He's an interesting dude. So anyway, I enjoyed it a lot. I, you should see it. Okay. Um, I also saw Terminator, Dark Fate. Nice. I saw that movie. too. I saw that Yay. too. Yay. Awesome. Uh, I took it, actually went to see it again with my mom um, when I was at home for Thanksgiving because she likes that kind of stuff. And I still liked it the second time around. I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you before you saw, like, it's worth it for Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did Agreed. you guys like it? I did. I think Iron Muffin liked it a, little, a bit more than I did, but it was still entertaining. So okay. that's all I can yeah. ask for. I'm glad he liked it. Yeah. Um, I saw Frozen too. Uh, yeah. Did you see it? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. Hmm. I, I, think the fir- the, I think the first one was again. better. I felt the kind of same way when I saw it the first time, but then when I went home, I took my mom to see it, and I actually liked it a lot more the second time around. Really? That's I think maybe because I had, like, even though I try not to go into things with a ton of expectations, I think maybe I was, I'd had them, you know, just like you just subconsciously because I'd like loved the first one so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw it again, it's like, I feel like I could appreciate like the story a little more and like the songs more. Mm-hmm. So that was just my like take on it. I actually enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. It's not like I didn't like it the first time around. I was just kind of like, oh, this is good. This is fine, you know? But I think I, for whatever reason, I ended up liking it or appreciating it more the second time around. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I think that sometimes things are better viewed, like, on repeat. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think, I feel that way about the first Frozen. Like, I don't Mm. particularly, it's not like I didn't like it, but... I didn't love it. And then after mm-hmm. I've seen it, like, obviously a million times. Yeah. It's quite grown on me. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I do yeah. think Olaf is, like, the best thing ever. Oh, he so. is the best. Yeah. One, his recap of oh, what happened so good. in the movie oh, is yeah, the best. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was really good. Yeah. And then Kristoff's song is amazing. Oh, yeah. That song annoys me so much. I love it. It's such a, like, a crazy 80s, like, Michael no. Bolton power ballad. It's exactly. So, like, exactly. yeah. And, like, the graphics that go with it are fantastic. But, like, the other night I couldn't sleep because I had Elsa's song stuck in my head. Which one? Uh, the, Into the Unknown. And so the I'm, unknown one or the yeah, other one? Yeah, the unknown one. Okay. And so I'm, like, yeah. literally laying there in bed. And I'm, like, yeah. poking Iron Muffin. And I'm, like... I have Elsa's song stuck in my head. And he's like, oh. Have you listened like, to the, I mean, if you watch the end credits, the um, Panic at the Disco does the, like, sort of pop version of it. Oh, right, yeah. We didn't, yeah. We, we were with, we were at the El Capitan, so there were so many oh, okay. kids, like, we just kind of yeah. left. Yeah, we were just watching it, and then my friend next to me, he was like, is this Panic at the Disco? And I was like, it's funny. wow, you're good. How do you know that? I had to look at the credits. He was like, I just like his voice and I recognize it. I was like, that's really, like, that's real good. Like, I went to, like, I didn't recognize it the first time, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, who is this? Yeah, it's kind of good to just go. Cool. Um, but I enjoyed it. I heard, maybe, yeah, when it comes out on a video, try it again. I feel yeah, like yeah, might, you absolutely. Know? Or if, um, oh, did, well, did the, did the blueberry like it? Yeah, she did. She loved it. Oh, I mean, there's no, okay. we're not getting away from it. <laughs> okay. So you Ever. Can say, like, you might end up seeing it again, like, sometime soon. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, and the last exciting thing I saw, um, which I told you about, uh, we went to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in San Ooh. Francisco. And it was amazing. I mean, I loved it. It's, it's a, it's a, not a sequel, but it takes place, like, 19 years after the events of, you know, the last Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. And it focuses... Um, mainly on Harry's and Harry and Ron's and like, you know, children and stuff and other and like Draco's kid. And they're all like back at Hogwarts and like the parents are in it too. Um, 
but it's like really good. I didn't read the like playbook that came out. Did you mm-hmm. read it? No. Okay. I purposely didn't read it because I just figured like like it's a play. Like one day eventually it'll come here, and I just would rather wait. Like for those kinds of things, I don't like to know too much if, mm-hmm. if, if it's possible like like when I saw Waitress like I already knew what was going to happen because I've watched the movie it was like you know it's been out for like whatever like 10 or 15 years um when that musical came out um but this one I was like you know eventually one day it'll leave like it'll travel like the show will travel and my patience has been rewarded because it's in San Francisco right now through June and yeah it's like in two parts um I would recommend if you can personally you can choose either to see it in one day, um, but the parts are broken up, so there's like two and a half hours and a two-hour break, and then like, like the, the show starts again like in the evening. You know, so it's kind of an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. Or you can like see part one one day and see part two another day. But mm-hmm. I would personally recommend trying to see them all in one day if you can. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it's just a better experience, and also like I don't know, like part one kind of ends on a cliffhanger and. I feel like you'd be annoyed at yourself if you had to like, go home and then come back the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the theater, it was at the current theater in San Francisco. Like, they totally did the whole theater up. Like, you know, there was, like, um, like they had, like, wallpaper, like, Harry Potter wallpaper. And, like, they had Harry Potter, like, carpet. It had, like, H's on it. It's cute. Uh, yeah. And then, like, the merchandise for the show, like, they swapped it out, like, from, like, part one, it's, like, one set of stuff, and then part two is a totally different set of stuff because, I mean, you'll know why when you you know, eventually see it. And so that's really cool. It was, like, a whole experience. Um, yeah, and it was really fun. My friend who lives in San Francisco had gotten the tickets, and so in between, we actually went back to her house. We took an Uber back and, like, had dinner and, like, walked your dog and then, like, then came back. That's um, nice. So it was kind of, like, an all-day thing um, because, like, the first show started, like, 2.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to leave our house at like 11 something to get to like the whole thing. Anyway. Um, but it was like, I would highly recommend it. The effects are really good. Um, I had actually seen half of a panel on The Cursed Child at Comic-Con, I think was oh, one of the cons I went to. Like I had gone in there to go to a panel later in the day and it was like The Cursed Child um, panel and they were talking about some of the effects and how they did them and it looked cool, but, like, it was kind of, like, out of context. And now that I saw the, like, play, I was like, oh, like, now I get what they're saying. Like, some of the effects are really, really cool, especially given that they're all, like, you know, practical. They're all, like, happening in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, the Dementors, like, they do, like, a section with the Dementors that looks awesome. And there's, like, magic. And there's, like, you know, fighting. And there's, like, people levitating and stuff. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Like, I definitely think... If you guys get a chance, if it comes to town, if it comes to L.A., I'll, like, go again. I'm contemplating, like, am I going to be up in San Francisco, like, any time where, like, if it's playing until June, I'm like, could I see it again? Like, that's a lot. Like, I mean, it's a whole day, though. Um, but, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's really cool. The music's good, too. Uh, Imogen Heap composed the music. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, which I was, like, listening to it, like, like during the first half, and I was like, this is good music. I wonder who... And then I was, like, looking for the program later. I was like, oh, my God, it's Imogen Heap. That's awesome. I like her. Yeah, me too. Um, It just made me wonder, like, where is my program? (laughs) I had, like, two programs. They give you two programs, too. They give you one before part one and then another one before part two, Mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I watched that. Sorry. I talked about it for a long time. Um, Okay. What are you reading? I'm reading um, Echo North. Which What's is that? like this strange, it's a YA book about like a, it's almost like a retelling. It's based on a few fables. She talks about it at the end. Mm. Okay. But um, like the major one is Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And it's okay. I can't say I love it. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to try to read some more tonight because I, I do, I, I'm enjoying it, but it's not like new, you know? Okay. So... But I am enjoying it. We're going to see how it, how it ends up. It's a fast read. I'm how like 200 it? pages already in. Oh, you're 200 pages in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How about you? Um, I finished The Wallflower Wager by Tessa oh, Dare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like that too, right? You finished it. I did like it. Okay. I didn't like, like you're it. like thinking about I it. I didn't like it as much as that other, the first one in the series. Oh, yeah, the... I don't remember the name. But it was still, like, 
perfectly Duchess enjoyable. Deal or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's perfectly enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's about um, a young woman who's into saving animals, right? Like, yeah, I'm not trying to remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. has like a whole menagerie at her house, and basically, her neighbor moves in and is like, he's basically like the like back in the day, like Victorian like house flipper. He like yeah. buys this like moldy estate next door to her in like the hopes of like redoing it and then flipping it for like a big like a much higher price. And he's like, you can't have like, you know, like a three legged goat and like a horse and like all this crap next door. Like it's never gonna sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he makes a deal with her there because actually she needs to get rid of them too, or like her family's gonna make her move back to like London or wherever the heck that she has to get rid of them and so they try to help each other and like and of course in the course like in the doing all that they fall in love mm-hmm. really yeah um yeah i thought it was cute i liked it i like desidere good yeah yeah um and then i also finished reticence by one of my faves gail carrier oh, nice. yeah it's the fourth book in her custard protocol series and i think it's the last book in that series actually which I'm a little sad about because I do enjoy it. Besides the first, the original Parasol series, like that's my other favorite series from her. I haven't really gone into the Etiquette and Espionage series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think I'll probably start getting to it now um, since I finished all of these. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was a good ending. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say too much because it's kind of like the fourth in the series. So I don't really know if it's going to mean much to anyone. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I mean, I've finished a couple other things, but I didn't like them very much, so I'd rather just move on. Right, move right. On. Yeah. Um, and I just found a little weird tear in this yarn, so I'm going to cut it and reattach Uh-oh. it. I know. I know. I'm getting paranoid, but it's fine. It'll be fine. It's all good. In the, long, in the grand scheme of things, it's just yarn, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, look, we finished things, and I don't think we really had to skip too much. No. You know? That was good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to do laundry. Much. It's 10 o'clock. I've got to go do laundry now. Okay. i got to charge my phone. It's going to die, actually, really soon. I was trying to charge it while we recorded, but it's not working, and I don't know why. And I tried yeah. two chargers, and I feel like it's maybe because I'm on Skype, but it should be able to charge while I'm doing it. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Okay. We finished anyway. Yay. Yay. Right. So, um, hope you guys are having a good holiday season. Keep knitting your hats. Keep knitting your archive um, patterns. D- double dip if you can. And thanks, guys. Thanks. Happy knitting. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. We also have an amazing group on Ravelry. Just search the Twisted Stitches podcast in the groups tab. And you can find our podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. Thanks!